Let's get nuts. What's happening? Welcome to Film Junkie Live. All right. Where's the opening music? There it is. All right. I think we're good. How are we doing today? Hopefully we're doing good. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell. Share the stream. Comment. Do all that. Got lots to talk about, of course. Sorry I didn't have a Film Junkie Live on Monday. Just wasn't in the cards, but uh, here we are right now. And uh, yeah, we got some DCU leak thingies that are happening, whatever the hell. That we're going to talk about as well as some of that Superman Legacy stuff. Fantastic Four. Finally, finally, we got that. And then Madam Web, which I haven't seen yet, but I plan on seeing it tomorrow. What in the hell is that? Sorry, I'm looking out my window. Like, what is that? Some kind of tow truck thing. Are they towing my car? Maybe. What the hell? Watch, they are. Nah, he's just backing up and then leaving. What in the hell? Yeah, some kind of tow truck here. Hopefully somebody didn't get towed. I made my payments. Anyways, Godzilla, Kong. Haven't watched it yet, so I'm going to watch it live. So that'll be fun. So hopefully you guys are doing good. All right, let's see here. Let's talk to the chat. See what you guys are doing. See what you guys are saying out there. We got Lisa. She's become a basic member. Hey, and thank you for the $20 super chat. Much appreciated, Lisa. I'm going to miss most of the show. It's all right. You can always catch it later. What's going on, James? Let's hope the DCU is not a lost cause. I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be, eh, we'll see. We'll see, but I think it'll be fine. Uh, what's going on, Axel? All right, and uh, well, what's going on with Eli as well? Good to see you. Good to see you. Finally made a live show. Well, there you go, Poe. Welcome. Welcome. Hopefully I don't disappoint. I try not to. I did pour a drink today. Well, a little bit of a drink, so cheers. Ah, that's right. Midday drinking. I'm not midday. Mid-week drinking, so there you go. You got to love that. You got to love that. All right, we got uh, Eric right here. Let's get that music back up. I, I should have it where it's looping. I need to change that. I have to have it where it's looping when I'm on this here. Let's keep it looping. Anyways, great to see they're uh, meeting uh, the basic criteria for the Ben for Ben the Thing Grim. Yeah, we'll be talking about that, of course. Uh, let's see. We got Tet right here. We got Eric. What's happening? We got Mama Film Junkie right here. I know you called. I uh, was setting everything else. I was setting things up right now, so I'll call you. I'll call you after. <laughs> always call your mom back. All right. And then, oh, hey, Mr. McKenzie, always great. Always helping out that pirate ship. So cheers to you. So I got a little bit left. Ah, there you go. Just how I have a drink. So figured, why not? All right. So thank you, sir. Much, you know, much appreciated. Every little bit helps, guys, for sure. So thank you for that super chat. Cortez, well, I hope that uh, that's what Ben actually looks like because that's spot on. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure they're going to go with that design, but we'll talk about it. Max Wolf, Night Danger. Hey, Dave, what up? No, I don't want a hug from you. And uh, hey, <laughs> it looked like Madam Web is a shit movie that uh, I want people. Yeah, well, what do you expect, you know? Anyone care about Late Night with the Devil? Oh, yeah, there's that. That movie. Yeah, that looks pretty good. I do. I think it looks like a fun movie, you know? So, Marcus, what's up? Been watching uh, since 2017. Well, I appreciate it, sir. Been watching for a bit. I know. 
Sometimes you go like, holy crap, yeah, how long have you been doing this stuff? Been pretty crazy, so. Anyways, guys, you guys are awesome. Thank you again for, uh, for chatting with me and spending some time with me and thank you for the super chats chats lisa and jason you guys are you guys are uh, awesome just so awesome i love it so all right i think the music's gonna end right now there we go music ends all right make sure that doesn't come up again but yes guys uh hopefully you guys are having good and like i said uh you know like i said no monday there was no monday film junkie live just wasn't in the cards i mean i mean super bowl wow man did super bowl let's like i said uh, if you watched that main video man i tell you what the uh whiskey and beer were flowing um crashed at my friend's house because he doesn't work on on monday so i was like okay yeah and then just getting home i was just like loopy it's 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 hard to like do those 2 a.m you know, drink at dawns sometimes. Um, the older you get, you know, it's like, oh yeah, you can't just bounce back. It took a little bit that day, but anyways. So, uh, oh, you sent a milestone message. You did. Oh, you're 37 months. Thank you, Eric, for being a uh, member for 37 months. And yeah, guys, if you want to become a member yourself, do so. Join the Film Junkie family. We always do a more personal stream after the Wednesday stream, so we'll have one right after this. And, you know, we'll talk a little bit more and, you know, maybe some things that I might have heard or, you know, you know, just get it, you know, ask me anything. Ask me anything. Age drop. I'm 40. I'm I'm not afraid to say that, Poe. Totally not afraid to uh, mention that. No, not at all. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. It's just a number, right? (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's it's fine. But, yeah, the older you get, you kind of just go like, whoa. Like, man, he can't recover as quickly. You really can't. You really can't. All right. So let's start off with some controversy, huh, when it comes to the tweets. Roadhouse. That's right. You guys know about the Roadhouse remake. We've known about it for a while. Jake Gyllenhaal and, uh, of course, uh, what's his name? The UFC fighter. Uh, totally drawing a blank right now of his name of course because my brain's not working correctly a little sleep deprived but uh yeah we got the roadhouse remake that's um that uh, is happening and you know i'll watch it looks like it might be like a cool little movie i mean the original movie is great patrick swayze sam uh uh geez my brain is not working right now so sorry i'm like sam what's his name right with a big mustache yeah Anyways, but uh, yeah, we got uh, Sam Elliott. There you go. It hit. I was. I almost said Sam Neal. Sam Neal. I'm like, that's not right. Not Alan Grant. No, Sam Neal. So uh, we got that movie coming out, and there's some controversy behind it because everybody was kind of wondering about if it was going to get a theatrical release. And apparently, when it came to Doug Lyman and even Jake Gyllenhaal and people involved, they said they wanted that to be released in theaters, but We got an article from Variety right here. Here it is. Sources, but again, sources. This is sources, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a huge grain of salt. Sources familiar with the Roadhouse negotiations say the filmmakers and Jake Gyllenhaal were given a choice. Make the film for $60 million and get a theatrical release or take $85 million and go streaming. They opt for the latter. What? Again, controversial. Oh, but look who wrote the article. A controversial writer right here, Miss Tatiana Segal. 
Ah, it's kind of anytime I see your name, I just kind of go like, what? So it said in November 2021, Mike DeLuca and Pam Abdi were running MGM. Of course, now they're at uh, at Warner Brothers and began negotiating with Lyman to direct the Jake Gyllenhaal and Jake Gyllenhaal's star in the tough guy bouncer played by, you know, blah, blah, blah. All that. In 2022, DeLuca and Abdi left to run Warner Brothers, and the film was put into a turnaround. Still, Amazon Studios chief Jennifer Salky, Salk, quickly salvaged it and was poised to greenlight the film with a cast that also included, uh, you know, all those people. And I just remembered, of course, who the fighter was. Conor McGregor, of course. They all look at the money. So then, of course, they were given the choice, and they all look at the money. Everybody looks at the money. In August 2022, Amazon put out a press release that erased any ambiguity about the film's distribution plans. Roadhouse was labeled an Amazon Prime movie, uh, video movie, and Salk touted the appeal for our global audience. Lyman and Silver both signed off on the press release with Lyman gushing, I'm thrilled to put my own spin on the beloved Roadhouse legacy, and Silver noting that that he was uh, so excited to bring the newly imagined version to audiences around the world. And then all of a sudden it got all crazy. And I'm not going to go into like full on detail when it comes to this. Got to turn that off. Turn off the sub thing, sub button. But, you know, subscribe, of course. Because then now Doug Lyman was like in a boycott or something like that. I don't know. See, this is all kind of weird because this is Hollywood and they put this out there. Did Amazon want this out there? Did I don't think Doug Lyman wanted to put it, put this out there because it's like, okay, it's Hollywood. People lie all the time. I don't know who's telling the truth. Who knows right there? But I'm sure there's going to be more as we get closer to the release of Roadhouse that we're going to hear more about all of this. Maybe Doug Lyman's going to have a quote or Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know. But there's the controversy right there. So it's basically like saying like they took the extra money and agreed to it just to be on streaming. And now all of a sudden there's like this big fuss when it comes to that. Anyways, so I don't know how you guys are feeling about that, but I don't, I'm okay with just watching it on streaming. I, I, you know, this is not a movie that I was going to rush out to see in theaters, even though I love watching movies in theaters. So there's that, there's that whole thing. All right. So there's that start off a little controversy. Now, Let's start off with uh, let's uh, let's continue on when it comes to Deadpool three or now I should say Deadpool and friend. <laughs> it's not Deadpool and friend. Remember when people got fooled by a scooper to think it was going to be called Deadpool and friend? No, it's Deadpool and Wolverine. Why would they not? Uh, that's kind of funny. But then again, I think that was Ryan Reynolds and all the crew fooling the scoopers, and maybe they even leaked it out to the scoopers. To just kind of like go like, hey, you know, guess what? We're going to leak this out and say that maybe possibly it's going to be called Deadpool and Friend. And I saw so many people that hated on it and so many people. And I will realize like you, you can't be so reactionary when you see stuff like that, because I know there's just people that don't like the MCU. And anytime something questionable happens, they'll believe any kind of scoop. You got to like kind of like step back and be like, okay. And we talked about it on the vodka stream. We did. And we're like, and I was like, yeah, I, it just, I think they, I, I think we all kind of agreed when it came to the panel that we knew that they were kind of like maybe pulling a fast one when it came to that. But, uh, the marketing again, I've been craving the marketing for this movie and the marketing is already great. And I love how Hugh Jackman even 
corrected the title and he said it's called it's called uh, uh, Wolverine and Asshole, which is great. I mean, these guys are going to have so much fun. And then look at this right here. Whoa, look at that. They already got a whole side of a building that has the poster on it, which, of course, has the besties heart poster with uh, both Deadpool and Wolverine come together. Yeah. So they already have stuff happening right there, which is just absolutely just awesome and amazing. And things are just already happening. And, of course, we also have great fan art that is happening, like this fan art right here. Come on! And this is from Carpa underscore 2011. This is amazing. Amazing right there. And I'm telling you, it's like, man, when it comes to, like, fan art, like, reach out to these people and do something with it. I mean, basing it off of Back to the Future right here, this is absolutely beautiful. You got the TVA fucking portal right there. Deadpool's wearing, like, those star pink glasses. You got both of them right there. You got the 20, 20th Century Fox poster behind it. I mean, how can you not want to, like... I mean, obviously, maybe there could be some kind of, you know... They probably have to pay money to try to use something like this. But it's just... I love it when fans actually do some freaking crazy stuff right here. And speaking of that, we also got... FG underscore artist who made like a Lego version of uh, that cool little scene in the trailer where he's like reloading, you know, throwing the, the magazine up and then just doing all that stuff. Look at that. Look at that. He's doing it in Lego form. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. It's like, man, these fans. But it's just like, okay, utilize this, guys. Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, Sean Levy. Retweet some of this stuff. Put it out there. I mean, it's 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 free marketing, and it's awesome marketing. It really is. It's like, geez, just so freaking good. Just so freaking good. I mean, that's the thing. And, and, that's a, and, and I'm just wondering how much they'll utilize when it comes to that. But, I mean, like I said, the marketing is already – it, it began, you know, when it came to the Ryan Reynolds accepting the, the speech, the acceptance speech and everything. It began back then. And I'm just – I can't wait for more marketing. But I just really hope that they utilize social media to tweet out, post or something and give credit to these artists out here that – take their own time to make something cool to basically like market your own, your movie right there. And I just, I just absolutely love that. I just love that so freaking much. Let's see. Was that it when it came to Deadpool? I have so many things open right now. All right, let's go ahead and close that. I think that was it. Yeah. I think that was it when it came to, Oh no, 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 no. Oh, 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 we got a close up. Hold on. And remember the whole Kevin Feige hat thing. Well, apparently a crew member, showed it right here so if you're wondering what that hat looked like you know full on there's the hat right there which i want that hat i was like yeah i knew there was something else i wanted to show you guys but yeah there's the hat right there so yeah give me that hat i want that hat for sure want that hat all right let's see what's next um trying to pick all right well <laughs> well let's do this one first because Michael Jackson. We have a Michael Jackson biopic that's going to be happening, and I think it's, what, his nephew? One of his nephews or, uh, that's playing, Jafar Jackson, and they, re they revealed the first image of him, and people were just shocked, shocked by how he looks when it comes to being Michael Jackson. Look at that. What? Ha! Huh. 
That looks like Michael. Haven't they done like other? Haven't they done? Haven't they done like other other like uh, like biopics or like tried to incorporate that? And we already know that he could dance like him. I mean, this is like going to be something pretty crazy. This is going to be. This could be a, a very much a disaster. Of course, you know. Who knows when it comes to biopics? It could very much be a disaster, but holy crap, does he look like Michael right there? I mean, of course, it's just a side profile. I'm sure they're going to release something else where you actually get the full shot of him in one of uh, the sparkly outfits and whatever the hell. But holy Lord, I was like, geez, geez. I think everybody was pretty much stunned when they saw that. But yeah, I think it was his nephew, right? Or something like that. It was his nephew. It's somebody who's related to him. It's his nephew. Yeah. Not your... Oh, jeez. Come on, Axel. What are you doing? But uh, yeah, it's just like... It's pretty crazy like how much he looks like Michael. And, and you know he's going to be doing those moves. I mean, let's face it, though. I mean, I will say like when it comes to Michael Jackson, I, as much as the moves are like... He created moves and he did... But, you know... He basically a lot of times did like the same like five moves all the time. Sure. And I don't know. I don't mean to be controversial, but I mean, it's it's like that. But they they were so good. They were so good. It's like we didn't care. We didn't care. And to this day, when you scroll through TikTok or Instagram reels or YouTube shorts, you, you'll like come across like those dancers that just do that in public and they're doing those moves. And it's because they're so freaking iconic. It's crazy. Anyways. All right. Let's get a little naughty, all right? Let's get a little naughty. It's Valentine's Day. Let's get a little naughty and talk about uh, Palpatine. That's right, from Star Wars. Emperor Palpatine. How do you think... Do you ever... Okay, so when it comes to, like, these characters... Because sometimes I go down this road. Do you ever, like, think, like, okay... When it comes to villains and whatnot... I mean, everybody... We're all human beings. We all have urges... We all have needs. But sometimes when you watch like a, a story with when it comes to these villains, you kind of go like, okay, do they the, do they go home to somebody? Is somebody ending up pleasuring? I, you know, you just kind of like have to think about like, wow, they're they're not just like one hundred percent focused twenty four seven on just being evil, right? There's got to be sometimes where like they have love in their life, right? There's some love in people's lives. Well. According to Ian McDiarmond, Palpatine fucks. <laughs> That's what it says right there. Palpatine fucks. So obviously we had the 25, um, the 25 year Phantom Menace Empire Magazine pictorial and everything that happened. And uh, we got Mr. Ian right here that actually commented on this he said it's a horrible idea to think of palpatine having sex in any shape or form but then perhaps he didn't maybe it's all to do with midi chlorians and don't ask me what those are <laughs> i mean jesus christ does believe that palpatine fucks what the hell can you imagine that something something dark side yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of funny. I just thought that was kind of funny. I was like, wow, that's actually a thing that, that was in Empire Magazine. All right, that's fine. You know, get it out there. Why not? 
but she was just like, holy crap. I didn't, ne I never thought that I would actually read the words does, you know, when Palpatine fucks, I never thought I'd read, read that. So yeah, it might be just like totally pure evil, but maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. But that but just thought that was pretty funny. I wanted to share that. Did want to share that. Okay. Uh, well, we got a new Karate Kid. That's right. Ben Wang. There's a new Karate Kid. That's right. And there he is right there. Apparently, he's been in things. Uh, some people were commenting on uh, one of the things that he was actually in. Let's see. What was it? I forgot. It, I should have looked and see what it was. But there was something. He's a, uh, I think it's called like American-born Chinese, something like that. I don't know. But anyways, they found their Karate Kid because if you guys remember, of course, that the Karate Kid universes are actually colliding. There's actually going to be a Karate Kid cinematic universe. So KCCU. I guess you could say is a Karate Kid cinematic universe where we're going to have both the, you know, obviously the Cobra Kai stuff that's happening. And then, of course, the remake that happened with, uh, you know, Jackie Chan. And thankfully, hopefully no uh, Jaden Smith. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Who knows? Maybe it will. Kind of sucks when like the, the star is now like part of a family that's very controversial and a little bit like. Who knows? Is he acting anymore? Will he want to do it? I wonder if they approach Jaden Smith. Maybe. That's what I kind of wonder. Is Jaden Smith going to actually come back and actually play the character that he played in his version of Karate Kid since Jackie Chan is back? I don't know. But congratulations to Ben Wang. That's good. That's cool. Because they were looking for, like, you know, they were going through, like, a bunch of, like, a certain types of uh, auditions when it came to all this. So that's cool. All right. I think, uh, let's see, when it comes to tweets, I think I got most of them. Oh, no, 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 no. Got one right here. And I already know I can't, I'm not going to be able to say his last name. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to say his last name. You guys know me. But uh, Batman Brave and the Bold. Now, when it comes to Batman Brave and the Bold, we're all anxiously awaiting whenever we're going to get that casting. We're not going to get it till like next year probably well into next year. So don't even expect expect that anytime soon. But then again, you never know. The script and everything obviously is being prepared right now. We got Andy Muschietti. Maybe it's already like well into development when it comes to the script. And maybe they already are thinking of, they already have names on the whiteboard of, of who could possibly play this. And maybe they have pictures there too. And like I said, if they look at the pictures, they should just cover the eyes and look at the chins. They should just look at the chins. But what about Milo? Ventimiglia <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about but he was asked about this uh, by of course you know Mr. Uh, Chris Killian right here so this is what he had to say when it came to uh, being possibly being playing the Batman role on Twitter about you playing Batman and I remember you'd auditioned and told at the time that you were quote too old which is bullshit yep. to me but now that James Gunn and DC are planning on casting an older Batman for their DC universe, is that a role you'd consider auditioning for again? No, because at this point I'm probably too young. <laughs> That's how it goes, man. When they say when they say young Batman, it's like no, they want someone younger. They say old Batman, they want someone older. It's like, you know, I uh, as an actor, there's there's always those roles and those things where you see yourself. You know, those those moments those characters that you want to be that you look up to, you think like, man, I can do that. I can do that. And you don't get them. And you see some other actor take it and do good work with it or do shit or whatever. It's like, you kind of forget it. For me, I, 
I like to look at what's in front of me and not get too far ahead of myself. I mean, even like you got Return of the Jedi behind you. Before there was even real knowledge about Anakin Skywalker, I think I had a goal when I was like a teenager. I'm like, I want to play Anakin Skywalker in the Star Wars film. Just like I wanted to play Batman. And I think those are good dreams to have because they push you forward, propel you forward. But it also can't deter you when that's not your role, you know? So... I don't know. Maybe I'm too young for Batman. Maybe, you know, maybe they're just not right for me. And that's okay. And I think there could be a cool universe and AI the way it's going. Maybe there's going to be a movie with Milo playing Batman. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? We'll see. On Twitter about. So there you go. I like what he had to say right there. He's 46 years old. He's 46. He doesn't look 46. You know, he's kept that youthful vibe. And I was like, you know what? I can actually kind of see it, maybe. But I like what he had to say right there. It's like, okay, yeah, um, I might be uh, too young now before I was too, you know, or, you know, maybe I was too old before that. But, uh, you know, I did like what he had to say right there. And I'm like, okay. But, I mean, I look at him, and I'm like, you know, he doesn't look 46. And to be honest, like, that is just a number. It is just a number. It's like, well, how old does the actual person look? I mean, even when it comes to Pattinson right now, I mean, he's like in his – he's getting into his late 30s, but he still looks like he's 20 years old. So sometimes the age is like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I see that. But I don't know. Maybe the age is not like a factor when it comes to that. But I could see Milo playing him. But probably not going to happen. It seems like it's not going to happen. But, you know, he does have a structure to it. I mean, his chin is like, his chin is good. I mean, obviously, he had a beard going on right there. But the dude, is, you know, he's he works out. He's pretty stacked. Um, somebody did bring up the fact that he is 5'9 and might be a little too short. But I'm like, eh, yeah, but, I mean, Michael Keaton was like 5'8. You know, it's like, it, it could happen. It could happen, you know. Just get those lifts in the boots and get him up to, uh, get him up to six foot, maybe, so... I don't know. I could see it, though. I could see it. All right. Oh, boy. We got some Joker. We got some Joker stuff because it is Valentine's Day, guys. And naturally, of course, Todd Phillips is not going to reveal one of the best power couples of all time. And he definitely did. And, yes, we are looking forward to this because, hey, we're going to have Lady Gaga joining Joaquin Phoenix. There's going to be a musical aspect of it. It's going to be very interesting. And, of course, we got Joker Falai Adu. So you want to see some images? I'm sure you guys already saw them, but, you know, here they are. Just in case you did not. There we go. What? They're shaped like a heart. It's shaped like a heart. Is that what they're trying to do right there? A little bit of lighting where they were trying to make it like it looked like they were like in a heart kind of way. But yeah, there they are right there. There's Harley. There's a Joker. Or should I say Arthur? And then we got another image right there, black and white, when he's in jail behind bars. Interesting. And then, of course, we've got them doing a dance number on top of some buildings. Looks like that's definitely on a set. So def definitely giving some vibe when it comes to um, when it comes to Joker 2 right there. I do really like that image. I definitely do. And then there was something else that was actually revealed as well when it came to Joker from cinematographer Lawrence Schur that I think is going to reassure some people that, hey, guess what? It's not like a full on like musical. I think too many people think there's like there's like going to be a huge musical factor when it comes to this. But when it comes to him, he says, like he said, it isn't a musical per se. It just has music in it. The music is part of the film and the characters. But I don't think if it's a 
a musical. He doesn't think if it's a musical. I don't. He doesn't think that. Yeah. But yes, there is music. So that should reassure some people that yeah, it's not going to just be like pretty much like ninety percent of the time. It's just going to be like ah, you know, just a bunch of singing and dancing and stuff like that. There's going to have probably some probably yeah in each act there's going to be a musical number that's what i'm guessing like one you know act one act two act three there's going to be a musical number for this movie and then that's going to be it but it's not like they're like everybody's like with their dialogue it's just like i'm going to kill you now and it's not going to be something like that where they're just constantly singing so i think that reassured some people so thank you lawrence sure for reassuring people when it comes to that all right all right, let's get to the topics at hand now. Let me double check. Make sure that we got everything. How are you guys doing out there? Uh, let's see. We got all that. Oh, yeah, and there was, uh, I forgot to get that tab, but there was, uh, you know, nothing like too big, but, you know, it wasn't like anything movie, super movie related, but it was related to a movie that we all love, the universe that's being developed, but Zach actually posted that the uh, the blood axe house of the blood axe issue number two is actually out so if you i still have to get i think i'll wait i'm probably gonna wait till all the issues come out and then i'll go to the local comic book store and uh, grab all those so should be good okay all right so you guys are good alan richardson for bats and eh, still not i'm not i'm not sold on that one i'm not i'm definitely not sold on that anyways all right Oops, not that. All right. DCU leaks. All right, so DCU leaks, which is like an art, uh, it's a Reddit thread, essentially. And it's like, okay, they are on Twitter. So they'll post like things on Twitter as well. But apparently they just like uh, the other day, like a few days ago, I think it was over the weekend. Maybe it was Sunday. I don't know. Or Monday. I can't remember exactly when it was, but they were like, you know what? We're going to just like stop with DCU leaks, but we have like three things that we want to post before we end this whole thing. And that's going to be it. And it was just kind of like, all right, why? Why is that? I don't know. It's very strange. But uh, well, let's talk about some of this stuff, too. But first, I mean, even like when it came to January 30th, I wanted to like mention something that they posted. Actually, they posted on Christmas, which is interesting. So they were talking about like Kara being described as having a punk rock edginess to her with a humorous side. The version of Supergirl will have some toughness to her since she watched her planet die as a kid. And to me, when I'm thinking about like uh, you know leaks and stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, no shit. She has an edge, and you could you, you could just be be based on the actual book that it's based off of. Seems a little strange, but it was just like, yeah, that makes sense. But here's one of the things. This was on February 10th, so four days ago. Teen Titans film in early development for DCU. So a lot of people were like, oh, cool, that's fine, cool, fine, awesome, whatever, yeah, DC, okay, Teen Titans, but of course there's no way to even verify this or whatever the hell, uh, James Gunn hasn't responded, I'm surprised that people haven't sent this to him, or maybe they did and he hasn't answered, but, so first off, they said there's going to be a Teen Titans film in development, all right. Maybe that's the thing, who knows, but it just seems a little weird since we still had, you know, it's still very fresh that Titans was a thing, kind of the Titans show, I don't know. And then when it comes to Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, Ruthie will have, 
will have open casting and they will look for actresses between 15 and 18. That makes sense. To me, that makes sense because, yeah, Ruthie is young. They'll probably cast an 18-year-old. Let's, you know, let's cast an 18-year-old who looks younger so then she, she could maybe play. I think Ruthie's supposed to be actually 14 or something, 14, 50. I mean, she's supposed to be around like that age, but they, they will probably cast somebody who looks, who is actually older, who looks young. That's just the way they do in Hollywood. So if you're wondering about when it comes, this actually just makes sense. Again, you can actually just, this, this is pretty logical. You know, I don't know if this is actually a scoop. This just sounds logical to me, to be honest. And then we have this one. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I don't know about this one. This doesn't even... Darren Aronofsky in talks to direct Plastic Man for DCU. <laughs> Plastic Man. Really? Okay. That's interesting. And it's kind of funny because we already heard like a little while back that a Plastic Man project was in development. When it came to, I don't know, the old DCEU to the new DCU, who knows what it was. But we already heard something about that. Darren Aronofsky. If you haven't watched any of his movies, do yourself a favor, watch his movies. My, you know, when it comes to Mother, uh, the ending's a little rough. But hey, James Gunn, and I don't have the screenshot, I wish I did, but James Gunn did answer this right here. James Gunn answered this very rumor right here. Uh, you know, from all the other two rumors that we got, he actually answered this one, talking about Darren Aronofsky plastic man movie and he said one of those things are true could possibly be true so good luck guessing which one so i'm thinking if i was gonna actually put money on darren aronofsky i can never say his name right aronofsky god it always gets me a little marble mouth but uh if i was gonna guess on which on if i was gonna guess on darren and Plastic Man, I'd be like, all right, my money would be on there is actually a Plastic Man project in development. But then, of course, then it's like, all right, well, is Darren directing possibly another DCU project? Maybe. But my money would be on that there's actually a Plastic Man in development. Seems like James Gunn would have a pretty good hand in that character, possibly. So that's what I would actually believe more than Aronofsky directing a DCU project. You know, he tried to do a Batman at one point. He wanted to make a Batman that was very unlike a Batman movie. He wanted Joaquin Phoenix to be Batman. He, he basically wrote a year one Batman script back in like 2005 or something like that. You know, he's just very unconventional. But at the same time, I could see him for certain projects when it comes to this, when it comes to like the DCU, but I don't see him as plastic man, but there could be a plastic man project in the works. Who knows? So there's some of that right there. So that's one of the things. And then we got an update when it comes to um, the table read that was supposed to happen this week that everybody was kind of like talking about. So apparently there's supposed to be like a table read between the cast, I did it like a, a video on it since I didn't do Film Junkie Live, but I posted a video 
the next day on to, I think yesterday, yeah, I posted a video yesterday early morning that, you know, that there was an actual table read that's going to be happening with Superman Legacy. Nathan Fillion kind of spilled the beans on that. James Gunn, apparent, you know, he, he basically confirmed that a table read is happening in Atlanta. So everybody was wondering, like, okay, where's everybody at? Where are we going to get some, you know, news on this table read? Is James Gunn going to actually post an image from the table read showing the entire cast together with the script? I hope he does, because again, you got to keep on hyping this thing up, to be honest. But then everybody was kind of noticing that people weren't at the location of Atlanta, you know, and there's people like DCU Updates and DCU film yeah people just look or they they take the time to investigate all this stuff which makes my job easier for sure um we actually have rachel brosnahan talking about this table read right here so let's take a list let's uh let's uh give a listen right here lois lane next for you tell me about that she's in new york uh, we're well i guess the the cat's out of the bag we're doing our first table read next week in atlanta are you excited about that that's iconic i'm very excited Big shoes to fill, but I'm excited by the challenge. Yeah. The marvelous Mrs. Lane. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe there'll be a crossover. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Thank you. Have a great night. So thank you, Sky News, for getting that. Yeah, I think like I think I think people well, got confused because it was like it came out over the weekend that it was, I think it was like Sunday. I think it was Sunday. So then when they were saying next week or Nathan Fillion, God knows, like, maybe it was over the weekend. Right? He said next week. Maybe he, yeah, he didn't mean this week. It was like, you know, because even though like people thought like this was pre-recorded or maybe he was confused. I don't know. But she said the cat's out of the bag when it came to the Superman uh, legacy read. <laughs> so it was just kind of like, all right, cool. Uh, let's see. And then, of course, we have some responses from James Gunn right here. Somebody asked, will you announce the full legacy cast the day of the table read the same way you did the Suicide Squad? And James Gunn said, I don't believe there is any cast at the table read who hasn't been announced. So that's also interesting. He also had uh, this to say, responding to somebody. No, this doesn't mean that there aren't other characters in the film that haven't been announced. Of course, there are more characters. But yes, I think all of the actors that will be at the relatively intimate table read are actors who have been announced. I saw some people complaining, of course. People complaining online? What? Of course they do. But I saw some people like saying like, oh, so that means there's no Jonathan Kent, there's no Martha Kent, there's no Perry White, there's none of this and none of that. And it's just like, no, that doesn't mean that exactly. It just doesn't mean that maybe they don't have like a, a huge role when it comes to all this. But then, uh, yeah, but again, it's like we, we got to wonder like how 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 much are how much is Hawk Girl in 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 the movie? How much is a uh, Metamorpho? Like, like I mean, like how much like are they actually in the movie? That's what I'm kind of wondering. And I guess when it comes to him clarifying that, I mean, again, I, I it's funny because it's like James Gunn is like, all right, I'm gonna respond and like try to keep the hype up. But sometimes he has to like back he has to like moonwalk a little bit and backpedal, be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't mean this. Yeah, there are some characters that, you know, haven't been revealed yet. And uh, maybe like characters like a Martha and Jonathan Kent. And maybe they're just not huge in the movie and, you know, super pivotal to uh, the story. And maybe like when it comes to the people that are going to be at this read, they're super pivotal to the Superman legacy story. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so there's the updates on all all of that. I don't think there's really much more. I mean, of course, you have Isabella Merced still talking about... She's like, she also said something about like, 
let's see. Uh, yeah, she said something about because I already talked about her prepping for you know Hawk Girl, and she's you know get trying to get yoked. Let's see. I, I remember she said something else when it came to screen testing for it, and I should have pulled it up already. Uh, Last of Us, blah blah blah. Yeah, I mean, I tell you what, she is like, her agent is awesome. I tell you what. She had high praise, of course. Um, she learned, yeah. I don't know. There wasn't really much more to talk about. She just basically said, like, uh, when when she auditioned for the role, it was like more. It was like a production in and of itself, which is like, all right, that makes sense. Oh yeah, there's okay. So Isabella Merced said screen tested with other Superman Legacy cast members, and it felt like a legitimate shooting day. So it felt like a production. So. Even they took that very seriously, and God knows what she actually wore. Maybe she had something. They had some kind of armor or some kind of costume. But, yeah, basically, she was just saying, like, oh, yeah, like, when I screen tested and did all that, it was like a production in and of itself, which is good. Shows that they're trying to take it as seriously as possible, I guess. So, that's good. You want to hear stuff like that. All right, will you go away? Go away, topic one. Finally! Ah! Jesus. How many times did we hear from scoopers that, oh, we're going to hear about that Fantastic Four casting. It's right around the corner. Right around the corner. That's right. Any moment now. Any moment now. It's imminent. I know scoopers like to use that word imminent. It's like, yeah, of course it's imminent. Yeah, it's going to be... Yeah, you're just trying to save your ass. God. That's what I hate about scoopers any moment now. But at the same time, it was like, oh, we've talked about how, you know, Pedro Pascal is basically the cat's been out of the bag, but he couldn't talk about it. He got interviewed even recently at something where he couldn't even he didn't even answer that. And he did a very good job of detouring the, the question. Even when it came to that SAG after thing, I posted a film junkie shot about that where in his bio, it actually said that the next thing he's going to be doing is Marvel Studios Fantastic Four. But finally, guys, geez. We finally got it. We finally got the review. We finally got the four. And they did it in a beautiful way because, yeah, why not? Valentine's Day and everything like that. Beautiful. Beautiful way to do it. And now we got to find it in the tabs. <laughs> Where are you at? Where are you at? All right. Hold on. There it is. Okay. And there it is right there. Look at how great they look. Look at how great they look. Wait, didn't I have a different one? Because I can't remember what's what's his name. I thought I had a different tab. I'm looking at all my tabs, sorry. Ah, I thought I had one open, but apparently I didn't. Jeez. Hold on. Because I don't know what that one guy's name is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where's the Marvel Studios one where they have the whole freaking cast listed? Come on. Ah, oh, it's him right there. Because I didn't know his name. Eden Moss. I mean, I've seen him in stuff, but geez. All right, there you go. God. <laughs> it's like I thought I had the right tab open that show. I mean, I know I knew like the three, but I didn't know about Ebon. Ebon, not Eden. Ebon. Anyways, geez. You know, he's he's fairly unknown, but he's been in so many different things. That you recognize him. I know he's been in the bear and everything like that. But anyways, all right. 
we're good now. So yes, it's it's now confirmed. It is now confirmed that Pedro Pascal is Reed Richards, and of course we got Vanessa Kirby, Sue Storm, Joseph Quinn as Johnny Storm, and then of course Ebon Moss. But I I, I'm, I I can't even say his last name. But I know a lot of people were, were were grateful for it because he actually is Jewish, and you know Mr. Grimm, Mr. Ben Grimm is actually Jewish right there. But yes, they did a good job because now they are officially showing that yes. This movie does not take place in present day. Well, first off, they got little Herbie right here, right? So they got their little robot. So that's interesting. Not to mention you got, look at how their costumes look. Their costumes do not look modern day. Neither does the setting for this Valentine's Day party that they're having doesn't look like that. And then, of course, we have Ben Grimm right here, you know, being an astronaut. So we know that, you know, yeah, of course... I mean, obviously not been to the moon or anything like that quite yet. But the biggest thing was the biggest thing right here was the life magazine that he's that he's reading. And uh, oh, and let me see. Let me get a little zoom in right here because it was basically confirmed. Whoop. There's the life magazine right there. That's drawn on there. Some people were even saying like, oh, is there like a, there's like a green right here. Is there a Dr. Doom presence right there? But everybody was going like, oh, maybe it's this issue of Life magazine right here. That was in December 13th of 1963. So discussing film does actually have it wrong right here. They do. They do have it wrong right here. Because if it's Valentine's Day and that issue came out in December of 1963, that means it is in fact 1964. So... There you go. That was the biggest thing is the fact that it's like, all right, that does make sense. And I'm actually kind of I like the fact that, yeah, this takes place in the 60s. Cool. Like rock that shit. I mean, when it came to Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness, it's like, all right, we had we met a Reed Richards there, but it wasn't it was the Illuminati style Reed Richards. And that was perfectly fine. And that was some good fan service. I thought that they did in that movie. Sure. And then everybody was like, well, why not just bring John Krasinski into this one? But it's like, OK, but this is going to be a different one. And it makes sense now because where is the Fantastic Four been? All this time. And I think there might have been a mention of something when it came to the Multiverse of Madness that talked about Fantastic Four. But I think this was like the way to go when it came to introducing this team and having like a, a unique spin on it since we've had the Fantastic Four come out before. I think this is a good way to introduce them. But at the same time, I still wonder like how how is the MCU still going to keep everything that they've made and introduce the Fantastic Four, and they still have the X Men to introduce. I mean, obviously we're we're getting we're getting mutants with Deadpool three, but it's like how the hell are they gonna like introduce all that into one thing? But then we got the release date. We also got the release date to talk about because things got shifted around when it came to let's see. I mean, look look up those because i was like oh yeah the, the release dates when it comes to these movies right here ah so i thought they did nope nope they didn't wait a minute i thought they okay never mind see you try to look at stuff because they shifted things around they shifted things around but no okay should have pulled that up and i just thought about it right now because they were shifting things around. So, okay, so 
We already talked about how Jurassic World was supposed to be coming out on July 2nd of 2025. And then, of course, what comes out on the 11th? Superman Legacy. So everybody was like, oh, yeah, there's that. Well, now, when we got that slate, when it came to the investors stuff, when Disney was releasing all the stuff that, that happened last week, it was basically talking about, like, uh, May. it was a May 5th, I think, or something like that, when it came to Fantastic Four. But they pushed it to July 25th. They push it to July 25th. So if things like are current the way they are, we would get Jurassic World on the 2nd. Um, we get Superman Legacy on the 11th. And then, of course, we would get Fantastic Four on the 25th. I don't think it's going to meet that release date. Again, it's like they, they just announced the cast. Superman Legacy is about to go into production. And then there was Thunderbolts that was also rearranged, too. And that got bumped up to May 2nd. So I think that's actually what the Fantastic Four date was actually set at so i don't know what the hell's going on with marvel it just seems like they're just like okay we're gonna start shooting maybe but apparently fantastic four is not shooting until summer and superman legacy is starting in march they're gonna have a, like a heads up i don't know i don't know if that's just what i don't know it's very strange but we'll see we'll see what happens with that i know you know some people are hoping that uh fantastic four will now defeat will now take the thunder away from Superman Legacy. And then, of course, when it came to announcing the casting today, I mean, I know it's Valentine's Day and they very much catered to that, but it's just kind of funny that, you know, Madam Web comes out today. It's not getting good reviews, so let's distract people. I think that was maybe in the cards for a little bit. They knew that people, that the critics were going to just shit all over Madam Web. So let's release the cast of Fantastic Four today. You can't tell me that was not a little bit of a marketing ploy. Because everybody was talking about that. And not really, you know, after last night talking about the bad reviews. That's right. Madam Web, ladies and gentlemen. Oh boy, we got reviews. We got reviews. Now, I thought about seeing it today, but I was like, no, nope, I'm not gonna see it today. I'll see it, uh, I'll see it tomorrow. I'll see it tomorrow, and then I'll give my first reaction review and pro probably post an even further review. But uh, I was like, you know what? I'll I'll hold out. I'll hold out when it comes to uh Madam Web and uh, you know. When it comes to a lot of the reactions, it was like a little bit of a mixed bag, but more negative. And then all of a sudden it was like, all right, embargo lifted and lift it indeed did. So here we go. We're going to go to the Devil Fruit site. 16% right now. Yeah, we all knew. I think that's lower than Morbius. So we all knew that it was just going to be... Uh, a shit sandwich. What can you do? What could you do right here? But we're going to start off with a positive review. It's a travesty, a disaster, a blight on history of superheroes in cinema. I enjoyed the hell out of it. So Sam Adams right there. Sam Adams, I like your beer. Um, he actually was just like, you know what? It's so bad, it's good. And that's what I was kind of hoping for when it came to Madam Web. Let's continue right here. Madam Web is a dud, but it's one that Johnson transcends long before the final credits roll. So a little bit more of a kind of a praise right there. It doesn't take clairvoyance to see this franchise has no future. Yikes. What an un, uh, unreservedly hopeless film this is. A sort of two-hour explosion in boringness factory in which the forces of dullness and stupidity combine in new and infinitely perturbing ways. Yeesh. 
On screen, Johnson can't help but appear a little mortified as she claws her way through leading dialogue and a plot that goes nowhere. Experiences this lousy should be at least fun, but Madam Web is so comically bad it can't even imagine it can't even manage to get being bad right. Madam Web deserved better. This it, it's a busy it's as busy as a film can be putting tons of effort into the wrong things defying the viewer to be entertained by ridiculous plot and gar, garish visuals we don't need to read anymore i think we're good i think we're good box office is going to be interesting to see but uh yeah we don't need to see any more when it comes to those reviews right there i mean what do we, we, we knew, we knew that this was going to be the case. And I think some of us are just like, you know what? We're going to just go watch it anyways. Why not? Let's see how bad it is. And I hope when I go watch it tomorrow, it's going to be so bad. It's good. And I'm just going to be like, I actually enjoyed it because it was so bad. That's what, that's all I can really like hope for when it comes to this movie. And I think a lot of us feel similarly, like when it comes to that, but yeah, I mean, when they all started flowing in, it was like, okay, there it is. There it is. Or I was hoping it was going to be like, oh, yeah, maybe people are going to be blown away by it. They think it's going to be so bad, but it's not. I mean, there was that clip that came out online, and people were like, what the fuck is this? Oi. Oi. All right. Godzilla, X-Con. Did I say that? It sounded like I said Godzilla, he's an X-Con. No, Godzilla, X-Kong, the new empire. We got a new trailer that came out today on Valentine's Day, which is very strange. And maybe that just kind of reveals that, hey, what are, are the secret lovers? That's what we are. Anyways, all right, let's go ahead and uh, let's uh, let's let's watch this trailer right here. Let's watch this trailer because I have not watched it yet, and I figured I'd watch uh, a live reaction with it. But I do, I am a little disappointed with Empire. You know, Empire Magazine revealed that they do somebody like you know part of the film said that yeah it is kind of like a good it's it's a buddy cop movie with monsters and i'm like that's a weird description like they don't like each other but they do i don't know it's all very strange and i'm like i don't know if that's what you want in a godzilla kong movie but hey here we are guys here we are and let's uh let's watch this trailer real quick let me let me react to it Okay, little Transformers-esque. I said that about the first one. We got the gauntlet that's happening. We got a wave crashing. The Titans were the guardians of nature. Okay, Godzilla effing up some bridges with his big spikes. Became the protectors of humanity. That's a pretty cool shot. It's with that girl that was in the last one, right? That can communicate with him. A signal. It's always a signal that it gets discovered, right? She can feel it. Kong, Godzilla, they can feel it too. Something I'm sure is they coming. can. They feel Something their love for each other, of. right? You feel like going for a ride? Thought you'd never ask. Try not to swallow your tongue. What? Oh, there's a comic relief right there. Oh, he's going to be yelling the whole time. That's great. 
Are they going through a wormhole? Is that a mini call? Oh my god. That's not just a signal. Uh-oh. That's a call for war. Alright, we got the ape army right here. Crossover, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. What is that? Well, even Kong scared. Kong can't stop this on his own. He won't be alone. Oh. There there's running. I mean, Godzilla running still makes me laugh. The last time those two met up, it was almost the end of Kong. They don't have to like each other. Is he riding the gauntlet? Now I have seen everything. That was kind of cool. We've made some minor augmentations. Oh. There it is. There's the gauntlet. So ridiculous. Oh, no quip at the end? No Marvel kind of quip at the end? That looks ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it does, but it, I mean, I will say that trailer was better than the first one, and you kind of got like, like, oh, okay, we get a sense of of what's more happening here, but I, but I, you know, again, I know we can have both. We can have both Godzilla minus one. We can have that type of movie which blew everybody's balls away last year, and it was like one of it was one of my favorite movies last year, and it was a lot of people's favorite movie last year that that basically brought Godzilla back to the basics and modernized it and just did a fantastic job. But we could also have this ridiculousness, I guess. I'm still gonna go see it. I'm gonna go check it out and see how poorly done the. I, I could already guess. I can already guess. It's like you got, you got the, you, you got the dude. What's his name? Steven something. I don't know. Whatever. You got the, the the dude that you know. It's like got the swagger. So he's gonna be like very intelligent, but also gonna be very sarcastic. Blah blah blah. He probably used to date the main girl or something like that. Has some association with her. And then of course you got the one dude who's like a. Uh, the, he's going to be just the comic relief and always be like out of his element. And then of course you got the girl who's the key. You got all the tropes there. I mean, there's nothing. The human story is going to be fucking stupid. I can already, I already know that it's going to be dumb, but Hey, whatever. It looks cool when it comes to certain shots. We'll see what happens, but you know, happy Valentine's day <laughs> to Godzilla and Kong for God's sakes. And there's also some posters that came out, too. You know, of course, they released some posters and stuff as well. You know, kind of just showing like, hey, there they are showing them running. But I'm like, are they running at the helicopters or are the helicopters running with them? I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to understand the perspective. I think I think the helicopters are going this way with them because they're all teaming up to take on that ape army. So that's what I want to, that's what I, I'm leading to believe right there. 
Rise together or fall alone. Sorry, I could not read that from up here and the, the 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 lettering right there. I was like, what's the tagline right there? Yeah, because I'm looking down on my screen. I swear, I'm my glasses still worked. They do. They still work. All right, so let's uh, go ahead and uh, read some. Uh, what the hell? Did that even work? No, I gotta delete that. I don't know why Streamlabs does not make it easy to uh, stream to Twitter. For some reason, I can't get that to work correctly. So, anyways, all right, let's talk about some uh, some questions right here. Twitter questions. Eric, hey Dave, the Michael Jackson film announcement got me wondering. Well, it was an announcement. It was already announced months ago. Uh, what are your thoughts? What are your favorite musical biopics? Which ones are your least favorite and why and makes uh, and what makes these films good or bad? Uh, I think like how I mean, the storytelling is also always going to be a factor. And then, of course, when it comes to the actor that they may that they hire to play these people, like how much they dive into it. I mean, I wouldn't say the Weird Al one counts since it's a parody. But at the same time, that's what makes the Weird Al movie so great is they parodied the parody King. So I actually really enjoyed the weird Al movie. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, the Elvis movie was great. Bohemian Rhapsody was great. You know, Ray was great. Uh, walk, walk the line was also great. You know, I mean, it's hard to pick, uh, which ones are the best ones. So Devon Wooter. Hey Dave, next year gotta, gotta be crazy to see Superman legacy versus fantastic four. Do you think Marvel hates James Gunn? I think Kevin Feige's not happy with him for sure. Yeah, we'll talk about that more in the member stream. Uh, that uh, why the release date and what's your favorite moment from uh, Deadpool and Wolverine trailer for me is when uh, Deadpool says no thanks, no thanks very much. Yeah, that's a good one. It's definitely a good one. Mister Nobody, oh boy, seems like Madam Web sunk before it launched. To be honest, I was kind of rooting for it. So was I. We used to say, oh, Sony, let Marvel handle it, but now even Marvel can't handle anything. I heard Madam Web was worse than Morbius, which is, how is that possible? But better than the Marvels. Wow, what a low bar. Better than the Marvels. Yee. Marvels is actually having new life when it comes to streaming on Disney+. Plus. Darkness Under the Wind. Dave, question number one. Since Deadpool will turn on the TVA, could we see Loki? Wouldn't that be awesome? Question number two. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's always a chance. That would be awesome. I'd, I'd hope that's going to be the, 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 the case. How would you feel if Asriel, Asriel uh, gets an origin TV show in the DCU? I doubt they would actually do that. I mean, I know he's like a pretty pivotal character when it comes to Batman, but I just don't see it happening. And in the end... He gets tasked to uh, finding Batman to send uh, the message of wanting uh, to be a protector of Gotham. I mean, I like what you're saying right there, but I don't know. And then, of course, we got the porn bots right there. Jeez. Twitter and the porn bots. Jake, did uh, the second uh, Godzilla X uh, Kong trailer get you more excited for the movie? And do you think it'll be better than Godzilla versus Kong? It actually did. It actually kind of did. So... I'm not going to lie. It actually kind of made me a little bit more excited, and I don't know if it'll be better, to be honest. I'm still kind of iffy on it. Cooper Knox, riddle me this, Mr. Film Junkie. Why is Sony dropping a summer-themed Ghostbusters movie in the middle of March instead of actual summer season? Good question. They probably, probably because it was actually supposed to be released, uh, it was supposed to be released last year, but didn't get released this year, so that's my guess. 
is it got a little postponed? It got postponed way too much. So that's my guess, guys. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. Cannot wait. I know it's next month. And I'm like, ooh, the Ghostbusters fan in me is so excited. So, all right, guys. That's all we got for tonight's show. Like I said, if you want to become part of the members-only stream, join the members program, and uh, I'll see you guys in a little bit. And hopefully we'll have some fun. I'll come and ask you some questions. I'll talk a little bit more about things. And everybody else, like, like I said, subscribe to the channel. Do all that. Follow me on all the sock meds that are around me. And then, of course, I'll see you guys tomorrow on the DC Fanimated stream if you guys want to join that or not. I'll see you guys on the, uh, the Vox stream. All right, guys. Love ya. Talk to you later.